This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. A colleague of mine recently described Elfin Lodge as a paradise for elderly citizens. It is a retirement village set on 13 hectares of land in a beautiful and secure surrounding. As of late, it has another new additional feature to it, and that is its vibrant and flourishing on-site shul for Shabbat and Yontavim. Residents Howard and Jenny Evans join me now to, join, uh, to tell me more. Howard and Jenny, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Sharice. Thank you. You um, joined Elfin Lodge three years ago, obviously leaving a big dent in the shawl that you left in the community that you left. I'm sure that's still being felt. I can maybe even say that with a little bit of confidence. What was it like going to Elfin Lodge? It was a unique experience. We didn't know what it was. We were just taken by the beauty of the place, and we knew that there was a Friday night service. So that was our motivation for going, because we knew we could walk to Sandingham Gardens for the Shabbos morning service. Right. And for you, what was the biggest change for you, Jenny? Um, Charisse, it was quite a change in mindset. Um, You know, we knew that we would have to make certain compromises because we Shomrei Shabbat, and we always used to work to Pine Street Shaw from our little house in Orange Grove, but we knew it was the right thing to do. Um, we got there, and within three months, we were in lockdown. So besides the whole issue of having to uh, move house, make the most incredible new friends, um, we, it, it was just a complete mindset change. I think I'd like to ask, actually, now we have the opportunity to move into a, from going from a freedom of a home and walking and being allowed out whenever you want to without having to ask permission. It must have been one hangover shock to actually be cut off and closed in. It, it, it was completely, it, it was a complete shock to the system. Um, however, the management at uh, Rand Aid and Elfin Lodge were extremely accommodating, albeit incredibly strict. Yes. COVID rules apply and there was no getting around it. Um, but we, we accommodated ourselves. We accommodated the area, the environment around us. And we live in a tiny little two bedroom cottage. And it, it was almost, I would say, cathartic. It was cathartic in moving. But our mindset did have to change. Howard? Yeah, no, <clears throat> to me it was uh, the first time in my life that I could actually have a tidy garage <laughs> because for three months that's where I was, unable to do anything else, and I just sorted and sorted and sorted. So now everybody walks by and says, wow, you're so neat. <laughs> and I say, thank you, COVID. <laughs> um, you, when you went to Elfin Lodge, what were the facilities in terms of um, – Yiddish kite and being Jewish? Well, we had a little service in the card room, and the late Frank Shane used to phone the world to try and get a minion going, and he had visitors from outside, and sometimes there were two or three people from Elfin and the rest were from all outside, and we'd have 10, 11 people, sometimes we didn't make it, and then of course COVID came, and then Frank decided to step down. Right. Yeah, so we... Uh, we had, there was a vacuum and uh, being disruptors by nature, 
we stepped in and we were surrounded by amazing people. So this is not about us. This is about the other 110-odd people who've just come to the party and made a community which is fantastic. Tell me a little bit about the community and what it does. And what percentage um, are you? So there, um, there are 108 Jewish souls, Jewish people living at Elfin. Um, but just to step back a, a second, if I may, Lawrence Margolis's mom, Val, lives at Elfin Lodge. And when lockdown started and the services had to be curtailed, and once we were allowed to have Friday night services again, we approached Lawrence, who visits his mom every single Shabbat and stays over. We approached him and said, if we got permission to start Friday night services again, would he be willing to run the service? Because besides being incredibly knowledgeable, he has a beautiful voice. And Lawrence, being true to being Lawrence, didn't even hesitate and said, absolutely. That first Friday night that uh, we were sitting in the hall waiting for the Shabbat service, uh, chairs two meters apart from each other. <laughs> so it, it, we had a full minion. Many of the ladies came, and Lawrence conducted the first service. And everybody was blown away, completely blown away. And from there, things progressed. So I said, we can't get to shul on a Shabbat morning. So what I did... Howard and I decided that we were going to open our homes on Shabbos morning for a little Kiddush brocha and a little vort, which Howard used to give or still does give. And um, it was just amazing how the people just walked by the house. We were sitting outside and everybody had a cup of tea and a little bit of kichel and herring or whatever there was to have. And slowly but surely, the the community, the Jewish community became so cohesive and from there, we progressed to a Shabbos Mavorchim. And we had outside guests. And then from there, we progressed to the High Holy Days. And it, it just seems to have blossomed. And this couldn't have been possible without the incredible willingness of people to give of their time, of their effort, just to make this work. And... Last Rosh Hashanah, we had almost 60 residents coming from Elfin and Yoni Tarantal to participate in the service. And in terms of a shul, you now have a functioning shul, is that correct? Yes, with all services, Camilas Chesed, whatever we need, we've got there, including a male choir, which would be banned anywhere else in the world. <laughs> but we sing with gusto. And uh, so everybody comes... They participate as they do. It's open to anybody else. Is it open to outside of the community? We're a non-judgmental show. <laughs> we welcome yeah. anybody and everybody. Yes. So what I understand is that you have to that the waiting list to get into Elfin Lodge is really long. It is. So we waited exactly five years, and and as Hashem's hand is planned in every single aspect of it. The day we signed our papers for the house was the day I got the call from Elfin to say we've got a cottage for you. Wow. Well, uh, Craig is saying we have run out of time, which is a pity, but I'd just like to say thank you very much. If anybody would like to get more involved or encourage you in any way, what should they do? Howard? They should uh, contact us. Um, Should I give you a phone number? Please. 082-550-4522. 
and everybody's welcome and we look forward to seeing them all. Thank you very much. That was Howard and Jenny Evans talking about how they have revolutionized Alphanote.